Gracious family, we are so delighted to celebrate this Christmas Eve service with each and every one of you. Thank you for being part of this tradition. Even when we can't be all together, we invite you to embrace this moment. Leave your voices at home, light a candle, and celebrate the miraculous birth of Jesus Christ. In this season of Advent, especially this year, we have waited in longing for Christmas to arrive. So we'll start with a reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 11, as told in the Jesus Storybook Bible. This is the message that God gave to Isaiah. It was like a letter God wrote to his children. Dear little flock, you are all wandering away from me like sheep in an open field. You have always been running away from me, and now you're lost. You can't find your way back, but I can't stop loving you. I will come to find you. So I'm sending you a shepherd to look after you and love you, to carry you home to me. A little baby will be born, a royal son. His mommy will be a young girl who doesn't have a husband. His name will be Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us. He is one of King David's children's children's children, the Prince of Peace. Yes, someone is going to come and rescue you, but he won't be who anyone expects. He will be a king but he won't live in a palace, and he won't have lots of money. He will be poor, and he will be a servant, but this king will heal the whole world. But people will hate him, and they won't listen to him. He will be like a lamb. He will suffer and die. It's the secret rescue plan we made from before the beginning of the world. It's the only way to get you back, but he won't stay dead. I will make him alive again. And one day when he comes back to rule forever, the mountains and trees will dance and sing for joy. The earth will shout out loud. His fame will fill the whole earth. As the waters cover the sea, everything sad will come untrue. Even death is going to die. And he will wipe away every tear from every eye. Yes, the rescuer will come. Look for him, watch for him, wait for him. He will come, I promise. Church, now hear a reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, where the prophet foretells the coming of the Savior. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Joyful and 
and triumphant. O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him, Christ the of angels sing in exultation oh sing all ye citizens of heaven above glory to God all in the highest oh come let us adore Happy morning, Jesus, to Thee be all glory. Word of the Father, now in flesh appear. Oh, come, let us adore Oh, come, let us adore Behold him come, offering us.
Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, telling of the birth of Jesus Christ. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And now, church family, listen to these words of the Christmas story from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Merry Christmas, church family. It is Christmas Eve, and there is always more than what simply meets our eye. More layers to a given moment than we can even be aware of. More happening than we can see. Above the galaxies swirl, past our vision, even on the clearest night. Under our skin and under our feet, a, a world of life that we do not witness, sustaining our days. In our most honest moments, we know that if there is a God, we are not that God. Because we forgot eggs the last time we went to the store. And we break our promises, even to our loved ones, even to ourselves. We can look at a moment that we've seen before and realize that we've only begun to see. 
Our eyes flash back over a scene uh, that we've glimpsed maybe every year of our life. Maybe we've even come to set this scene for others. What could surprise us here? Mary and Joseph and the baby. Shepherds in the field at night. Charlie Brown and Jimmy Stewart and Mariah Carey on repeat. Even if this year we couldn't travel with with ease and we are waiting for a vaccine and we're wondering if our jobs are going to come back. Even if this year Christmas Eve is online and the brass band had to take up some side work for an insurance company, we still know the story. The manger and a soft cry in the stable, silent night, holy night. Then die hard with grandma and wrap the Christmas presents. This is the Christmas story we know. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And everyone went to their own town to register. And so Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. But across the world, the poems of Virgil rang out, the verse of the court of the imperial imagination. Julius Caesar was now only a memory. The power struggle after his assassination had been settled. Antony and Cleopatra had lost. They had barely fought. And Octavian had united power in the known world. He took the name Augustus. And then he took the sign of a comet in the heavens, surely the ascension of his adopted father Julius, to inaugurate himself not simply a ruler or an emperor, but the son of God. We should not be mistaken. It was the advent of Caesar Augustus the world was coming to grips with. The peace of Rome. Peace because there was no one else left to fight. Their critics said they made a desert and called it peace. But Caesar and his court poet cried peace. And if you said otherwise, you best not say it too loud. In fact, you couldn't walk out on this peace. Four miles north of Nazareth, the home of Joseph, around the very time of the census and the silent night, there was a group that rallied against Roman rule. They questioned the peace. A message was sent. 3,000 perished on Roman crosses. The town burned. The smoke and stench went up for days. So when the call came for them to be registered, the census taken so Rome could fund its peace project on an accurate tax base, the scandalized couple probably never seriously considered not going. (laughs) What was 11 miles over rough roads, even pregnant, compared to what happened if you defied Rome? Perhaps they even had the donkey that we carved for our nativities. And perhaps leaving Nazareth was somewhat of a relief. A small town uh, isn't always easy on a controversial relationship, a pregnancy out of time. The voices of suspicion, accusation, assumption. An aunt in the corner on her third eggnog cutting eyes. An uncle making loud suggestions of what would be proper. What was their story again? An angel? God had spoken? Well, he better have, because it doesn't look good. No room for them at home. No room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. 
third shift shepherds who lived outside, who lived among the livestock and smelled like it. On payday, perhaps there was lamb and red wine, but the rest of the month was famine. And if you've heard the desert can get cold at night, it is true. They can confirm. And so Virgil sang out Caesar's reign. And here is his counterpart in a forgotten corner of the empire, forgotten except for tax purposes, the wild-haired, glassy-eyed, nearly homeless voices of the night shepherds, court poets for the man of sorrows. And they were let off work early. Many of the lands they guarded would have been sold to be offered as atonement in the temple. But heaven stamps their time card, and they stumble off to see the lamb that takes away the sin of the world. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. They were terrified of death, of the unknown, of something more powerful than they could fathom, of a type of singing they had never, ever heard. They were terrified, and they were right to be, and the list could grow. The list would grow. The list does grow, terrified of the cycles that we repeat. Terrified of being utterly alone and having a holiday to make that painfully clear. Terrified of violence, of oppression, of of the systems that continue to trample, of the traitor that we find in our own hearts, of a virus that we barely understand and can't or, or won't contain, of a symphony of turmoil with notes that we know have been played before of traveling to see family in a year where some are no longer with us, of wondering when things will finally, truly change. Will they? But the angel said to them, to the terrified, do not be afraid. Easy for you to say, angel, with power and might and not having to wear a mask and a great singing voice. But they said it anyway, and they continue to. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. The triumph of heaven and the cry of an infant. The inclusion of the ignored. The invitation of the scandalized. A salve for the open wounds of the world. The inbreaking of God, drawing near, moving on to the block. A riot of heaven's joy. Good news of great joy. Savior, Messiah, Lord. One to forgive and to heal and to invite us into love unending. One to fulfill all the promises and make them yes even for us. One with the power to guide our lives and to rule the world. Savior, Messiah, Lord. And so let the shepherds leave the field. For the angels are singing glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace, peace, shalom. Not the peace of Rome for a generation or two by domination. Not the Pax Romana of peace through crushing your enemies, but the peace of God who was willing to be crushed himself. The one called Emmanuel, God with us. With us in whatever 
has come with us in whatever is coming, with us right now, tonight, this moment. Evil would one day fully exhaust itself on this Jesus. And after everything was spent, Jesus would return with love. And the words on his lips, peace. Peace be with you to those behind locked doors. But on this night, his exhausted mother would cradle the head of God, unable to hold itself up. The deeper magic of the weakness of God on display where only a few were watching, and so was born the salvation of the world. Do you not see it yet? Do not give up hope. Those walking in darkness will see a great light again. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. We have come to that beautiful moment in the year where we light the Christ candle a flame of hope in darkness, the expectation of grace and salvation no matter how bad things have gotten. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways, but in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things and through whom also He made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of His being, sustaining all things by His powerful Word. I hope tonight, church, as we light this candle of Christ, it will not be a a symbolic flame only, but it will be for us the presence of God, the presence of Jesus drawing near. So as we light the candle of Jesus, the candle of Christ, may He come to fill our hearts completely. As best as we are able, may we surrender to that reality on this Christmas Eve. Sustaining all things by His powerful Word. And so hear His words of hope, of peace, of joy of love, of Christmas. And so Merry Christmas and Amen. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining Till He appeared and the soul felt its worth The thrill of hope, the weary world rejoicing for Fall on your knees 
gospel is peace. Chain shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we let all within us praise his holy name Christ is the Lord oh praise his name forever his power Church, as we close, let me pray for you and offer us a benediction. Heavenly Father, draw near to your people on this Christmas Eve. Be to us Savior, Messiah, Lord. Speak to us not to be afraid. May our lives this season reflect the glory of God in the highest. May you shine out of our lives. Would you heal the many wounds that we have experienced this year? Would you give us hope, light in the darkness? Would you be so near to us in the person of Jesus, Emmanuel? Amen. Church, as we prepare to close, we're not filing out of the church into a cold Christmas Eve night. We're, we're in our homes. And so maybe you light this candle and walk around your lobby or light this candle and, and parade around your apartment or walk around the block. Or maybe you just light the candle and you set it on your table and you reflect on the light of Christ. But may it be that we're not simply reflecting, that we're not simply witnessing, but that we know we have the opportunity to carry the light of Christ with us. All of our Advent hope and expectation is realized in the person of Christ, even if we don't fully recognize that yet. For to us, a child is born, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so go with the Prince of Peace, carrying the light of Christ 
Merry Christmas.